0: 20 good minutes podcast the podcast that you were convinced was done forever but it turns out i was just in europe and ben had a breakdown speaking of which ben how are you i'm
1: great um <laughs> yeah what an intro what an intro for, for those that don't know i had i don't know, a breakdown's probably a bit harsh. I've, it was how do i describe it to that you was, no i um, love
0: that when we got on this call that is how ben described the last month and a half and so i figured that was a good way to start I what like actually, what I'm actually thinking, happened? What actually
1: happened? I'm having a, I'm, I think I'm having a midlife crisis, really. Uh, I did a sit-down interview for like an hour and a half with Diz. Uh, for those who know Mr. Diz, he does a, a podcast called The Scouting Center where he interviews lots of football manager-based creators at the moment about all sorts of things. You've been on it a couple of he's times. Br- he's brilliant, a times. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, it's, really, it's a really good interview, but it's a lot of work in. Um, and I basically, we, basically just, we talked about my content journey a little bit and how it's changed over the years and... I had a lot of, I've had a lot of like minutes of self-reflection, and I've not been like loving my career in the last couple of years, uh, and it all just sort of came to a head this month when I sort of addressed some of those issues by making, like actually announcing those problems. So, yeah, I, I, know you know nothing about it, so I don't really know if we should we talk about it.
0: Oh, I, oh yes, we jumped in with two feet already. We're there. There's, <laughs> okay. there's two months of soccer footballing news that's happened but this is the top of the pops today
1: yeah well we can, yeah, we can get to that i mean everyone else is covering that as well right but not everyone's annoyingly sky sports aren't covering my my breakdown so we should probably discuss it a little bit i'll
0: get there soon um, enough
1: i don't know where to start really i feel like again you've sort of got to take on the role of Diz if we're going to talk about it on 20 good minutes you've got to sort of ask questions about because it, it's very it's again it's quite narcissistic just to be like oh listen to my bloody problems but um yeah it's not it's in part like you know the unreleased thing that's never going to be released i've concluded that we did yeah it's sort of it's a bit of it's a bit of that in a way like it's just thinking about all the ways that i've done content over the last year and the big takeaway i've got and i spoke away i spoke about it with someone from Football manager a little bit is that i've done this job longer than anyone in the world has done this job so yes like and i get the elements of people have done content creation for longer but again i've been doing it since i was 15 in a sense, either as a hobby or doing it full time, but doing football manager content creation in the same in the, in the format that I've done it in, um, no one's done it as long as that. So I'm, mean, I'm, I'm having to learn things about this career that no one's ever had to learn before, which is uh, troublesome, interesting, but troublesome.
0: What have you learned? Uh, that
1: it, it's not as fun as it's supposed to be all the time and i think there are elements maybe and i think part of it is the type of content i've done right and i've kind of come to the conclusion that i can't do the type the, the type of content i'm known for and popular for i can't do anymore and that's a really difficult thing to admit and a very scary thing actually to admit to to say to yourself oh actually i can't do this anymore like this is not the same that that that, that version of me doesn't exist it's not what makes me happy doing this anymore and part of being on camera like on a consistent basis and on often daily basis right means it's really difficult to pretend that it is what you want to do every single time and to feel passionate about it and i so i so I, I basically i can't lie to myself anymore and i refuse to lie to the people that support me through watching anymore so my content is going to have to transition into something else but again it's much bigger than just going oh, i'm not going to do long form storytelling anymore like it's a huge portion a huge chunk of my life doing that type of content and again when it's the thing that's Made you relevant in a scene that like is is growing and has continued to grow. And again, I've been a massive part in building. Like it's quite again, it's quite scary to say to everyone. Oh, by the way, that thing you like me for, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like that's yeah, quite quite a worrying thing to announce. And again, puts a lot of pressure on whatever's next as well.
0: Well, that's a big decision to make, but I think honestly, you know where I'm coming from on this. Probably the right decision to make. I never liked let's plays.
1: But they definitely had their time and their moment and i knew a while ago that they weren't the future of this but like again it, at that point i was too much of a coward to be like oh i'm gonna can it and i'm gonna do the things that i think can be they basically the things that will make me happier because i think they're going to be more successful and I, again I'd, i want to be successful in doing this i don't want to be someone that stands still and doesn't change what they're doing and not take Risks and the most fun i've had doing content in the last two years was when I covered the world cup probably and, and, and covered england's journey in that or the euro sorry and covered that in detail And did some real life football stuff and the showdown stuff like so those two things are the things i'm most Passionate about in the last two years and doing let's plays was always like the safe option. So as much as like it's Again, it's hard to say it's not popular because again the beta will come around people will do it saves that get a quarter of a million views and there will be interest and people do still enjoy that style of content, but I'm not sure I can do that for, like, okay, when I say I'm not sure, I know I can't do that forever anymore. So, you
0: know, I, yeah, I, I agree with the fact you can't do anything forever, especially on YouTube where the ground changes like every five minutes and you're just trying to keep yourself, it's, it's like the North Pole's melting and you're just jumping from one sheet of ice to another, just trying to keep yourself above water. Sometimes yeah. you have to swim all the way to a new sheet of ice because there's nothing to jump to.
1: Yeah. So I think me admitting all of that is the bit that's really difficult. And, like, actually, like, very emotional for me as well. Because, again, when you build something up that is, like, your sole purpose almost every day, to get up and do that every day, like, I don't, I, I'm not just switching my focus. I'm switching my life to a degree. Again, playing, playing through a football manager save to the degree that I have to to make a, a series like that is incredibly time-consuming and also like mentally consuming as well so, to have to do it every day so again it's a big it's a big big change for me it's like it's, it's going to be like getting a new job is how it's is how I'm sort of processing it a little bit
0: but it's a, it's a good the way I would describe it is like it's a productive meltdown it's a meltdown of self-awakening
1: if it goes well because again, like I said I say it in the video to people like the safe option here for me is to just keep doing it Right, to keep getting 10 to 20,000 views a video every single day. So I'm getting like close to a million views a month or whatever and, do, and doing that and then splicing in like other little bits of content here and there, but mainly focusing on that. That is the safe option for me to just to just keep doing that because I know it'll do like, it'll do okay. It'll be a steady income and there's no risk there. So yeah, I'm nervous, mate. That's how, that's how I feel at the moment. I'm really nervous. I'm really apprehensive. I'm incredibly anxious. So... Yeah, I'm very, I'm very emotional about it all as well, which, again, it, I would recommend if you've not watched the full 90 minutes with Diz, that might be hard to comprehend from this conversation <laughs> five minutes with, with you, but it's, uh, yeah, so it's it's much bigger than just YouTube boy makes YouTube videos.
0: Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. So A window yeah. into the world of video making. Now, I said that a long time ago. If you're not nervous when you're uploading a video, then you're probably doing something wrong i if not every single video but if you got to get that nervous feeling when you're uploading a video we talked about that a long time ago
1: you want you want people to be excited and in turn you like you want to try and raise but you want to try and raise the bar a little bit and i feel like i've just been sitting on the bar for ages and yeah again it's it's an interesting conversation i've had a lot of feedback on it like an incredible amount of feedback to the point where it's overwhelming to then try and reply to everybody because i've probably had 500 messages about it which is again like a lot to deal with because some people just like write oh, i saw your video it really like, helped or i really understood it or, or some people write you two thousand words in an email and it's like oh man i don't even know yeah. if, i don't
0: even know if i can read the, this uh, don't I, reply? I, like, I struggle enough to get back to emails that are like hey man two sentences thanks man and i'm just like how yeah. did oh.
1: it's, it's not because i don't appreciate it i just i don't know if i can handle like having to deal with because a lot of it is like psychoanalysis on me. And it's like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, you've misunderstood yeah. that bit. And I, and I don't want to have to, like, go through and pick up 10 points of, well, you're slightly wrong on that, actually. You don't quite understand that. But you're bang on on that one. Like, I don't want to really have to do that. I don't want to have to mark it. Like,
0: devote the mental energy to make sure that you've answered everything exactly appropriately. Can be yeah. very annoying.
1: But, it's, but ultimately it's because they uh, care, right? So I can't be too upset. Yeah. Like, I, I, for one,
0: know. am glad that you've you've come to this place. Because I knew you were, you were teetering around... You were playing around with stepping out of of let's plays. I think your creativity can apply very well to to whatever type of content you want to do. Yeah,
1: I've got I've got some ideas. I definitely won't be leaving Football Manager behind. Like again, it's it's a massive part of my life anyway. So and I'll definitely be streaming a lot more. If that's something I want to do. I want to be a regular streamer, and like I miss doing that every day. But again, there's anxiety around that as well. So it's just.
0: Figuring everything well, streaming's out streamings inherently more volatile than videos for those that don't know when it comes to income in particular and of course videos make money when you're not there <laughs> streams don't
1: that's true I think I, sh- I want to be able to keep all the lights on and that's that's a big part of it and I want this sh- at the same time like slightly egotistically like I want the show to go on and I want to be a part of that so yep in uh, the, sh- yeah. the
0: show does go on well, I'll, I'll be trying to drive it. Uh, I'll be trying to drive it forward at TwitchCon Amsterdam because I, I got some news that kind of blew my mind, Ben. That's why I'm going to try oh. and shoehorn you into going. Okay. I, I have a meet and greet on Sunday at TwitchCon.
1: Oh well, that's going to be a queue of Jack and Kev, isn't it? <laughs> so that's going to be. That's going to be
0: awkward. <laughs> okay, uh, it's going to be Kev vlogging my meet. and go. Oh my! He's I'm gonna got to do that. that. He's canceled. got to queue I'm up, see up if and get meet you. that cancelled. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to.
1: That's got to. In fact, yeah, I'm gonna have to discuss that with him. I want. I want that whole. He's gonna be vlo-
0: He's gonna be vlogging the meet and greet. There's no way Kev's not gonna be doing that. I hope he does. Cool. if he's not vlogging, he's gonna. He's not gonna be talking.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna encourage me to go finding out that you've got a meet and greet <laughs> because I hope I'll meet you before that. No, it was we t- should try. It.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, we should try and do a podcast live. Actually, that might be quite difficult, though. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it would
0: just require you know some actual prep and work which that's that's not what this podcast is known for it's known for two dudes turning on the mics and just talking but yeah there's a lot of exciting things to come from ben but we do have we have two months worth of action to sum up can you sum (laughs) that up in um let's see how many how many words let's go with one sentence what happened in the last two months England
1: bad, Liverpool average, Real Madrid win, and Zealand went around the world, it seemed. That's ah, not. That's what I felt yeah, for me.
0: Something like but that. Yeah. Liverpool bottled the quadruple, only way to say it. Um brutal. That was just the only way to say it. Well, you said it, sorry. <laughs> Man City wins its 45th Premier League. Uh, Real, Real Madrid maintains this unkillable aura, even though I, look... I'm somebody that loves analytics and odds. That's it, it, I, Real Madrid should have lost in the semifinal and in the final of the yeah. Champions League. They found a way to get around it, which says a lot about their mental ability, but also like the odds were below fifty percent, obviously, of them getting out of both those, and they got out of both of those. And how about Vinicius? I don't know if I've ever seen a player right he seems to be the one that's benefited from this the most i mean obviously benzema's gotten a ton of hype but vinicius his perception in the world he's benefited the most in my opinion because i don't think i've ever seen a player that was more of a meme that actually became great i mean there was really the do quote think. there was the i mean have a think about it right because benzema was overheard saying do not pass him the ball on my life he's playing against us <laughs> and he was a player that people just thought was, oh, they paid $40 million for him when he was 16. He's going to end up being a bust, right? He's the next, I mean, he's the next Gabby goal. He's the next, I guess, Alexander Pato fits into that, right? There's all these guys that come over from South America, Brazil in particular, and don't make it like Neymar does or, you know, all the great Brazilian players. And yeah. and Vinicius looked like he fit in the, 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 the former, and now he's in the latter category where all of a sudden he's lighting the world on fire. So I give him a ton of credit for that. I don't know if I've ever seen a player overcome that much hate to actually be great and as like part of the process of their wonderkid development because he flopped yeah, and then hard, he made especially it
1: especially recently. Yeah, There's not there's not that many players that do it to such a degree. I mean, let's face it, he's got a tap in, Do you know what I mean? Well, like, he, I he
0: did okay, I'd the po- goal <laughs> <that in. laughs> the goal against Liverpool
1: is not the reason for the Venetian <laughs> hype,
0: right? It, the, the goal he scored against Chelsea was absolute filth. I mean, yeah. he, he was he was one of those people, and there's always a few of those people in the big games. When he had the ball, he was a danger every time he had the ball. The whole other team was paying attention.
1: Yeah, he like again. It's always this. I feel like it was always the season after the breakout year is the is the season you find out if he had just this one year that he was one of the best players in the world, which is the which is the accreditation you can throw to him now, which he couldn't have done before this season probably. Um It'd be fascinating to see again if he can do it again and, and how Real Madrid are going to add to their team and how they're going to change their team. You think about, like, what they were trying to do with that team and how, how good it could have been. Obviously, Mbappe hasn't left. He's signed. I think he owns France now or something. <laughs> um, So so that's happened. Messi's obviously still going to stay at PSG. Neymar's probably going to leave. Like... The, I can definitely see Neymar just popping up at Real for whatever reason. I guess we'll see if that he's, that
0: He is. I I I love Neymar. I'll tell you. I don't. I don't. He's actually, fantastic, but he doesn't really play football. He's really good at it. Uh, so <laughs> Neymar. Well, I'm, I'm pivoting into a whole other topic of conversation. But this whole Neymar drama is going to dominate the summer whenever he decides where he's going to go, because it sounds yeah. like PSG wants to get rid of him so that they can get like an out and out striker and put Mbappe and Messi on either side of him. The the Neymar situation's crazy to me because he's so good. Every number, every stat, every he he is a footballing deity. And for him to actually be as good as he is, considering how much pressure was on him, a la Vinicius Jr. style, he's mm. always been great. Neymar's been great since he was 14. He hasn't missed a beat. And part of that is he seems to have this lack of care. For what anybody thinks about him, and while I don't well, necessarily like that, I do respect it because he has a very solid sense of self worth, and he would totally go to Real Madrid. There's not there he would he would not care. He would go because he would he he would likes the way they play the game. I
1: it, it would be really cool. So I find him the most infuriating footballer on planet Earth. I think. Uh, he doesn't play league matches. He's decided that he's too good for league <laughs> matches. So league they don't up. really happen. To be, to be clear, in the last five seasons, he's injury-prone all this, he's time. His injury record is terrible, by the way. But to give you an idea, folks listening, uh, in the last five seasons he's played for Paris Saint-Germain, he has never played more than 22 matches in a 38-league season. And this is Neymar we're talking about. This is like oh, one yeah. of the best this talents is, in the world. Well, that, he, is, that is crazy.
0: He gets tackled. So I'm not like a Neymar truther here. He absolutely takes his sister's birthday off every year, right? Like, (laughs) but he gets tackled a lot. He he's he he is. There are certain players that draw Grealish, right? There's certain players that draw the ire of the real, you know, roughneck type of players on the other team. And Neymar is absolutely that guy. Like, if you have a chance to two foot Neymar, you're probably gonna do it. And so he that that contributes to his injury record as well. And and of course, I don't think he's not. A tough player, but he's definitely not a robust uh not a robust player, right? Like Messi no. is a robust player that's able to stay on the field, you know, hell or high water. Neymar is not that. But I, I never I am never gonna join the party of people doubting that he is one of the most talented, one of the best players in the world. Oh in terms of talent,
1: like he's 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 above and like, I, I I remember saying this. I remember watching him play like I used to I think we talked about this before. I used to watch a lot of Brazilian football late night when I don't know why. I just did. I went through this period of like two years and it was when he was at Santos and I'm watching him and I remember tweeting something like, Neymar has more technical ability than Ronaldo and it's not close. And it was like, and it was when Ronaldo was just like the peak of his powers, I think, Mm -hmm. at Real. Like early Real. And I'm watching Neymar thinking, wow, you can be, you literally can be the next best player in the world. And it never, it's never really happened for him because again, he's not really done it enough. Like if you would have played 38 games every year for PSG, his goal record would be insane. Like he would be a top, top level player in terms in terms of like the conversation. Because I don't feel like he's ever fully in the conversation. Maybe unfairly, like he's never fully in the conversation. But again, I guess the conversation side right with Vinicius uh, y- exactly. He can, now he, if he can do it, or if he goes down the same
0: path, because he played a lot of Barca, like he was a lot more prevalent there. There's there are tiers to this, right? I've always so Ronaldo and Messi were on uh, their own tier. Right. They've been on yeah, their own agree. tier for a long time. And I think now they're not on their own tier anymore just because they're getting older. Right, Ronaldo, despite the fact that he's in a cryo chamber 23 hours out of the day, cannot continue to be the single best player in the world. Messi is also retreating because he's getting old. He's actually not as old as Ronaldo, obviously, but he's receding as well. And, and then there was always it was Neymar who was right behind him. And then maybe Lewandowski yeah. was kind of tucked in there as well. But they, those were the people that were right behind Ronaldo and Messi as just players that you would spend $250 million for if you had the money and the opportunity. Yeah. And what's weird is that Neymar is in this lost generation behind Ronaldo and Messi. But before Mbappe, Erling Holland, and now Vinicius Jr., this new wave of, oh, those are some of the best players in the world. Those are the guys that are coming through now. And Neymar is like older than them so he doesn't fit in that category he's in his own category
1: he's yeah. in, he, he, was...
0: he he reminds me you know he reminds me of Zlatan. not personality wise but in the fact that everybody acknowledges they are just one of the best players they are tremendously talented they win trophies i mean he's won you know, he's he's been in huge moments, he's clutch, he's not like a, you know... Yeah. We're not talking about Harry Kane here, where that's a different conversation. We're talking about somebody that does have a lot of trophies, does have Champions Leagues, even though he hasn't won it at PSG. And so, I mean, Zlato never actually even won a Champions League, so maybe it's not a one-to-one comparison, but these guys that exist in their own world, where everybody acknowledges they're an incredible player, but they're never actually the best player in the world.
1: It's, it's funny, isn't it? Because Neymar... You're right, but Neymar was overtaken by loads of players of his generation because he, again, he just didn't play enough. So players like Who De Bruyne you, and, say and De Bruyne. Salah, yeah, and, pro- and probably Kane and probably someone like Benzema more recently have, have sort of, when you look back and like Luis Suarez was arguably, like again, was in that sort of conversation behind Neymar, but all of them, I think you could argue, outperformed Neymar in terms of their just, just, just output. Because again, because and it's not a talent conversation with Neymar. I don't think anyone doubts that, but you're right. He's now sort of, Again, now he's falling behind the likes of Haaland and, uh, and Mbappe and probably Trent he probably put in there as the other like young player who's coming through and is set to be, like again, a, a world star for a, a very long time. I don't, I don't really know where his standing is in, in world football now. So I don't, like he's still a massive star. Wherever he goes, he's going to sell a lot of football shirts. He's going to be idolised wherever he goes. But it does feel like his options are going back to Barcelona or going to Real Madrid, and there's not many outside of that, really. I don't see him come to the Premier League like that wouldn't be a good fit for him. I think it has to be Barcelona or Real, because uh, PSG are kind of done with him, and he's kind of done with yeah. them. Germany's so very, really very strange. Germany's
0: very into the pressing, and I think Italy feels like too small a stage for him. I really think he either goes back to Barcelona or Real. I think that's the yeah. only take you can have, because he, he Neymar has said he thinks the French league is too physical. So what happens if you go to the Prem? Right, just, well, exactly. Just what get would wiped away. And
1: where? Where in the Prem does he even end up at that point? I don't, I don't even see a team out, outside of maybe like again City are letting Sterling go maybe he goes and plays with Pep but I, I just feel so unlikely that they would want to do that really especially when Haaland is their main guy you don't want Neymar to then be a part of that I don't think it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me
0: I would I love, love to see. see that though On a whole, well, I, entirely. I would love like to see, love league, to but... see that
1: yeah he might enjoy it be he'd quite enjoy playing 20 games in the premier league yeah. spending most of it with muscular injuries and not having to play but yeah Neymar's a player that is constantly recovering from an injury so that's the problem it was like, it was like that moment at the world cup when he went off stretchered that was kind of the moment where suddenly he just wasn't the same guy yeah you know was... i mean
0: to be fair he was almost paralyzed from that particular injury so i'll cut yeah. some slack on that one
1: yeah crazy crazy that was nasty um, Speaking of City, Erling Haaland has moved. We've talked about yeah. this quite a lot last season. He's <laughs> finally did. decided he to actually decided go to, to, go to a, a new football club. Were you? Oh, um, how
0: about this? Were you surprised when you found out he was going to City? No, I think the fee's surprising. I'm not that surprised because
1: his dad played there and all that sort of thing. I think again, it feels maybe like some unfinished business. It feels like a really good fit for him. Whether it's a good fit for City, like obviously they're stylistically going to have to change how they play. Quite a lot to suit him, which is going to be fascinating, frankly. Like really, really interesting to see. Obviously, Jesus has already left. Sterling's going to go. That forward line is 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 already adapting for him. I suspect so. That's going to be really exciting. Um, I get to get him for like less than sixty million pounds is ridiculous. Like absolutely ridiculous. Um, uh, City have gone. I've gone for him and got him, and again, I feel like there's probably a few teams. Uh, the clause is interesting. Obviously, I don't. I'm sure you've heard about this. That in three years, there's a 150 million pound clause that activates. um that's, that's that's that the Amino Riola special. I mean, rest in peace, yeah.
0: Amino Riola. This was his yeah, masterclass well. where he when he negotiated the deal with Dortmund, he gave Erling Holland a lot of options. I mean, that's basically what he did. He was like, we we'll are go to Dortmund, and then three years in, the release clause of I, I don't know what it is in pounds, but it was 70. $5 million. Yeah. And so that release clause kicks in. And if he's as good as everybody says he is, that means he's going to be able to move wherever the heck he wants. For that amount of money and i think that's what mina Raiola did with this next contract negotiation as well is okay in three years he will also have the opportunity to move to one of the biggest clubs in the world again if he wants to
1: yeah the biggest loser here are dortmund because they've lost oh. out on probably another 60 million like the, the landscape of football at the point in which he signed right i think he signed for it was between 20 and 30 i can't remember exactly yeah. and they probably thought oh we're going to double our money and if he's good we're going get to get some good years out of him I'm sure City feel exactly the same right now. They're probably thinking, "Well, if you get three really good years out of him, and then we get 150 million, like I don't think we're going to be that disappointed with that." So it's a bit of a it's a bit of a win win for everybody as long as he performs. And again, that's going to be the big question mark: Does he make City infinitely better? I think we're going to have to see them stylistically change. I think he gives them a completely different way of playing. So I'm very, I'm really excited to see it. I think they probably win the league. I don't know how much of a part. He'll play in that though that's the again that's the big unknown isn't it it's But they could win the
0: league without him i mean obviously they just did it so yeah it's it's just kind of like adding another it's another weapon in the arsenal he he's secretly injury prone though we talked when we mentioned this before yeah. he, he is yeah secretly injury prone so we'll see how he holds up in the premier league he's one of those guys that's almost too physical and i feel like his hamstrings just start to pop because they can't handle the stress of yeah. running that fast at that size it's just crazy to me how Dortmund always seems to end up in this situation how are you ever going to yeah. catch Bayern if you can't I mean they're the second best team in oh, Germany they're not. yeah they're not
1: especially in a year they lose Harland and Bayern go and get Mbappe uh, not Mbappe sorry Mane for uh for, for a pretty decent fee as well I know it's the funny of his contract but they get stronger as, as Dortmund get weaker but I will say very we'll talk about this next year I'm sure is uh Kari Madi Amy's gone to uh, to Dortmund so that's going to be great. That's he's, their he next, is the yeah, that's, unquote, next one up, right? Yeah, so we'll see if he really up. is.
0: And Gio, really Gio Reyna, who's been hurt all the last year, is going to be back, but there's no way. There's no way they catch them. That, okay, as a Liverpool no. fan, what do you, how do you feel about Sadio?
1: I, I think it's just the right time for like Liverpool are going through a really fun period at the moment. I just think it's the right time for him to leave if he's ever going to leave. I think you can't let Salah and him go in the same window. I fully expect Salah to go on a free transfer at the end of the, the, end of the year. I think if you're a Liverpool fan, you're a bit annoyed you didn't get big money for him, but ultimately you've got the best years of his career, probably. He's won everything for you. It's kind of fine. And, and Mane is basically doing the same thing, but going for 45, like million, 40 million pounds again, maybe 30. Again, it's, it's hazy. Everything's going to euros as well. Everyone's like calling transfers
0: <laughs> out in euros. I don't know. Now you, so with, but... now you know my pain. I never know how much anybody. Yeah, it's did. very confusing. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I think it's sort of a
1: handshake and a see you later, all the best. Like, I'm not, I've never been a massive Salah and Mane fan. And so I quite like the direction in which we're going. I don't think they're quite like, they're not quite technical enough for me. They're a little bit greyhound, as in they sort of, they run fast and that makes them terrifying. But I think there's a a little bit of a technical element in both of them, whether it just sometimes be like the way in which they pass the ball, their first touch lets them down or in tight spaces, occasionally they get caught out. I know this sounds really ridiculous when you consider what they've won, but the example I would use is that Luis Diaz is my kind of wide player. He's my kind of guy. I love that, that type of player. So I'm I'm obviously he's gonna now step into Mane's shoes on that side. Darwin Nunes has joined. That sort of takes the pain away from Mane a little bit, because we've already the replacement's already the replacement was already signed and we've brought somebody else in. So it's all quite exciting. I think for Liverpool fans, they shouldn't be that bothered. And I don't think they are. From what I can tell, I think again, it's again, it's the firm handshake. Thanks for everything. Good luck at buying, and it's been handled really well too. So, I,
0: yeah. I I think what we're overlooking though is the real devastating blow to Liverpool and why I think Liverpool's not going to be competitive anymore is uh, Takumi Minamino has left. I'm actually really pissed off that he's gone. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Wait, really? I be, I was yeah, saying that I, I was a I, joke. No, I,
1: I shouldn't. I shouldn't be nearly as annoyed as I am. But I, cause, because everyone's saying that Liverpool need like this player, this player, this player. need to go out and get like top players in every position that's not how squads work sometimes you need players that are are kind of happy like Diva Karigi was a brilliant example of this that are quite happy being part of the second team essentially and Minamino had a really good it goes under the radar but had a really good year for us last year being basically our cup striker or one of our cup forwards had again a really good year I saw him score a goal in, in person as well so I enjoyed that so I don't know. I don't know if we're just going to do it with youth players now, but he seems like he was having quite a nice time, but equally like if he's got ambitions to go and like, be slightly better somewhere else and be a be sort of a he main part be a of the star. team. Where did,
0: where did he go? Was it Southampton? I don't even remember.
1: He went to Southampton on loan. But he went to Monaco, right? Uh, so oh, okay. So he,
0: yeah. No, he can go be a star in Monaco. That'd be yeah. Fun. He
1: might, he might be, it's a lovely place to live. You've been speaking of Monaco. Should we uh, can <laughs> you go there?
0: Did I did. There? I went to the F1 in Monaco as part of the family that? trip. I went to a practice like, session. Now, thank you to Kumi for an all-time transition there. I went to a, amazing. Pra- yeah, that was right. I, I went to a practice session uh, the second day of the the, the, the practicing. I'd never watched F one on TV, and so I just showed up. I knew Max Verstappen's name. I knew Lewis Hamilton's <laughs> name, and okay. uh, it was really, 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 really cool. I was right. If you watch FM, then you. Uh, yeah, FM, F1. I was at the beginning of the swimming section where they like go back and forth. And so I saw some guy named Ricky Ardo crash and uh, everybody Ricky that was. Ricciardo? Coming...
1: Are you doing jokes there? Well, I know Ricciardo.
0: Thank you. And <laughs> yeah, I thought it was spelled Ricciardo. I don't know who he is. He had some amazing <laughs> no, quote afterwards that said, My skin isn't just beautiful, it's also thick when people were criticizing his crash. I'm like, that's one of the dumbest and brilliant things I've ever heard. <laughs> uh the the, the the everybody who was going through they would like hit the ground and sparks would fly. It was wild. They all seemed on the edge of control. Uh, Monaco itself is also a wild place what what you don't like you know it's small, but what you don't think about when you, the is that a lot of the land in Monaco is basically vertical. You're just on yeah. the side of a mountain. Uh, the 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 city has like levels. there are elevators even for cars to get up to the next level. It's, wow! What didn't know that it's a wild place. It's I mean, there's a lot of I mean, all the public sidewalks are stairs basically. I mean, you're you're going up. It's what 1.6 square miles or something, and all it's all on the side of a mountain, just sloping into this harbor. So it's a wild country to go to in the first place. I'd never been, and then watching the F1, which look the F1 takes up the majority of the entire country when it's there and the yachts yeah. that are there and it, it it's a it's a really impressive event and then f1 itself in person was also neat and i bought uh motorsport manager or whatever i haven't played it yet but it was on sale
1: <laughs> really it's yeah well
0: now i i'm at least paying attention to the f1 i like the chinese guy he's really funny okay that's <laughs> no do you say chinese
1: do you mean do you mean japanese
0: no, it was a Chinese guy in the F1. I can't oh, remember his Quang. name. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, you are right. Sorry, apologies. forget I
1: thought you were being offensive there, and it turns out it was me. So, how there you are. dare you, sir? Now, no, no, I really, yeah, I can only apologize to literally everyone. Yeah, no, no I do. You mean, uh, it's, uh, Wang Zhao? I don't know which way you said. it, Ralph. Yeah, no, he's, I, he, I think he
0: drives for, uh, it's, I can, I think it's Alpha Romeo. You're
1: totally right. I realized I was the, I was, yeah, I thought he was talking about, um,
0: Oh, you, uh, what's his name? Uh, y- Yuki, Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah, yeah that's, Yuki that's Tsunoda. His name. Sorry,
1: because I think he had quite an interesting weekend. Um, I say it didn't go very well. <laughs> I think,
0: he, yeah, I think he, 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 up. he often he often doesn't have it go very well. Zhou Guangyu is the Chinese driver. Very funny. He was in Monaco and he tried to like. I think it's called an overtake, right? He tried to overtake someone. <laughs> yes, it's called an overtake. Okay. Sorry. He, tried to, he tried to pass someone. And yeah, which is it, hard it, on Monaco. It, it is, and it didn't work. And he like fishtailed and saved it, and a crazy display of reflexes. Right, like the back of his car oh, was spinning out, and he yes. saved it by throwing his wheel to the right. And then they turned on. This is the only reason that I know him and like him, is they turn on the you know the audio from him talking to his crew chief or whatever the person's called. Do you hear that in the crowd? No. They, they, I was. Oh, okay. I, this was during the actual race, which I didn't go oh. to because it's five thousand dollars a ticket. I went to the practice. Gotcha. Which Understood. which I didn't know about F one. There's two days of like practice and qualifying. Yeah, P one, P two, P three. Yeah, that are completely yeah. sold out. Right, and then the actual race day is also sold out. The tickets are just five thousand a pop, so I'm good until this podcast takes off. Uh, and he saves it and then goes on the radio and he goes, "Hey, when I come in to get some new tires, I'm going to need some new shorts too." And i just thought that was <laughs> yeah, that like, good <laughs> to be driving 90 good. miles an hour and also have time to make that joke i just i love that i love yeah, that, that for good. shoguang yu so that's my that's my favorite f1 driver right now
1: yeah no it's it's a, it's a fascinating sport i've been watching it probably since like the mid 2000s i suspect um i think it's yeah it's quite big in the uk which is probably not surprising there's quite a few uk drivers as well there always sort of has been obviously hamilton is sort of at the top of the game um, or, or not not this year for, for everyone's uh, listening I've got a few questions about it okay which can, and one of, one of them is very basic because I've never been okay right? so you've never been alright so I've never been to see it here we again, go like, Silverstone is the English track Um, and this is going to be the stupidest question you can possibly ask but again as someone that's never been I feel like I've got the same thing with tennis I've never seen professional tennis live really I'm desperate oh
0: professional tennis is incredible live yeah does it look... <laughs> How quick does it look? Very, very fast. It's not a blur.
1: I mean, they're not. Are you a bit like oh, Jesus? That's quick. They shouldn't be going that fast. This is dangerous. I feel like that'd be me. Yes. No, I'm I, a dad. Yes. I've, I've got. I'm a big warrior about like people in danger. So it, I feel like it's irresponsible.
0: But great. Is it, I mean, I don't feel like it's irresponsible. But my mom, who does not care about sports generally. Uh, and who definitely doesn't care about car racing was there at, right and and we're there in like a family of five and none of us have ever been to f one before and the first yeah. thing that grabs your attention is these dudes are going really fast I mean I know that's the well? point it's, it's loud, really loud but it's it lo- not it looks loud it's not too loud right I didn't okay. wear headphones uh, you're, I was sitting pretty close to the track and and they go by and it And you go like it's like a concert where it's definitely loud but it's not too loud and so they are going really fast and the first thing you notice is that the the first thing i picked up on is that the whole challenge of the sport is that you're driving on the edge of possibility for an hour right like you're driving on the, the the absolute fastest you can possibly go having to maintain complete focus ripping through this swimming set and you have to maintain that focus every second for, I mean, it's more than an hour. I think I honestly don't know. And the practice yeah, session was depends, an hour but and they're yeah. just going around and, around and around and around and around and around. And, and they are just going, they're going so fast that every time they would hit the swimming section, it would look like they would almost lose it. Right. And there'd be some people yeah. that would come through a little too fast and you'd see the wiggle and you'd be like, Oh, and then yeah, Ricardo is finally the guy that actually lost it and hit the wall.
1: Yeah, that area is is particularly uh, is is particularly dangerous because of the speed they sort of have to actually turn. Do you do you like again? Because obviously you're relatively new to F one, I feel like completely. Do you know what makes? Do you know? Do you understand why Monaco is sort of it's a, it's a bit of an anomaly in the rest of the calendar of F one? Like it, that the, the Monaco track is very different to almost all the other tracks. There's a couple that are similar, obviously, but that style of street circuit. Is incredibly tight and inc- like, okay, it I it's very I know difficult exactly. to pass other drivers, yeah. yeah. But so, were you aware of that when you were there? Were you like, okay, this is not like all of the other F1 tracks on the calendar? There's like 20 races a year or something. No, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't different.
0: know it. I, I learned that on Sunday because, of course, we watched the practice. So, once we watched the practice, now we're like, okay, we need to watch, yeah. the, we need to watch the actual race. So, we're watching it on French television. And the how is she French, by the way? Oh, awful um okay. so i i'm you know I, i'm like you ever <laughs> i think it's the movie Inglorious bastards is like yeah my italian's fine bon giorno. like that's that's where <laughs> yeah um yes. I, I by I, french is not a language i'm ever right i'm an, i'm an optimist i think I, I hope to learn a few languages over the course of my life and french is not going to be one of them i can't get anywhere near it uh but we're watching and they switch to like the english crew chiefs, right, and the French person's translating for the French broadcast, but I can understand the English. And so... How's your English? Is it good? I'm American, it's okay. (laughs) Uh, So the... (laughs) The, the crew chiefs are talking about, yeah, you're not going to be able to pass this guy. You're not going to be able to like, the, the, there's just no passing available. And I'm reading the Twitter, and it's all oh, Monaco sucks. Nobody can pass. So I know, I, <laughs> okay. I know. I don't I, want to say that, but yeah, yeah. I, it, it's this, it's this famous race. Right? I, I was then told afterwards that it's like Monaco, uh, and then the Indy 500 in the United States, and like, there's one other race that's just the, These are the famous old famous races the the best car races to participate in, and uh, Monaco apparently is just maligned because there's no excitement on the actual race day. It's just a it's a time trial basically.
1: It's yeah. It's a lot of a lot of pomp and circumstance, but like the people love the idea of Monaco. It's a lot of pomp. Even like, because obviously the F1 F1 game, the new game is coming out this week, actually, for those that play it. Uh, And I'm someone that plays it every year. Monaco is the one that you don't, like when you play amongst friends and you go, you play like online with like 10 of you or whatever. Monaco is the one you don't add to the calendar. It's like, I don't really fancy doing that, especially if it rains. Oh God, then it's even worse. But um, yeah, so it's, it's very difficult, very challenging and not that fun. And I feel like maybe if you're actually racing, it, it's not too bad, but for everyone or watching it live, I imagine that's quite fun. But for everyone else, it's not not as exciting. But I'm glad you I'm glad you experienced something new. You know. So what else? Did you, just quickly, what else did you go up to? Anything else?
0: We, uh, exciting. Did we surprised my mom in Nice. That's lovely in, in Nice. I've been to Nice, so I've yeah. actually been there. There you go. it was. I we were to, in. Did, some, you go, did you go to Cannes? I did go to Cannes. The film festival go was going you? on. We went and walked around. Oh, we it? weren't invited to any of this. Stuff. We went and walked That's around amazing. the film festival, right? And it was really you know there's just a bunch of super dressed up people. And we're walking around in very american tourist garb and so we just stuck <laughs> out you were like taking pictures of everything it was funny
1: yeah
0: uh, and then and then the beach can and nice are just basically on the same beach just in perpetuity on that coast and so it was it was neat we started there we went to monaco we drove over to italy to have some pasta for lunch one day and then we went to we went to munich we flew to Munich. i'd never been to germany in all of my globe trotting. i'd never been to germany and so we went to Munich. We went to uh, the Hofbrauhaus, the oldest beer hall in the world. Got a truly amazingly large cup of beer and a Guess. pretzel. Uh, they had sweet pretzels there with cinnamon wow. and sugar on them, which I didn't know was an invention. And now I crave every night right before I go to sleep. Uh, it, we, we spent oh. some time in Munich. We went to the world's longest suspension bridge in Austria, which was right across the border. We oh, I saw Neuschwanstein. Which I thought was very overhyped. I'm not one to bash on national landmarks, but it's the Castle of Dreams, and it was very much slightly above average and not an absolutely <laughs> ridiculous thing to see. My recommendation right. would be the Residenz in Munich. That was a lot more castle, not so much lethal. dreams. Was it? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was. It was a castle that some dude in the 1860s built because he wanted a medieval cat. I'm like, this thing is. Yeah. You know, there. If I'm at a castle and there are things in the United States older than that castle, I'm not impressed. No. That's just the way that it it works.
1: That's a big thing for people in America, isn't it? Seeing things that are older than them.
0: Yeah, because everything in the the United States is like, oh, here's your history. This was built in 1830 in Philadelphia. Okay, cool. Going to Europe, (laughs) going to Europe. I mean, even even when I studied at Oxford, check it off your bingo card. I was yeah, living you know, in a building like, that was you know. built in like 1280, right? Like that is cool to me, right? That's really neat. Noise von Stein was really pretty, but it's also, it's like, this is just a mansion, basically. Like this is me going to the Biltmore where the Vanderbelts lived and being like, oh my God, they had phones in 18, 18- what do you know? This is crazy. Uh, that, it, it, was, it was cool, but it wasn't that cool. The residence in Munich was the coolest. This is like the German Versailles, basically. I didn't know yeah. it existed, and it was really, really, it gold-plated everything. It was wild. If you've ever been to Versailles, you know what I'm talking about. It was just, it was the same vibe of just ridiculous excess because you could. So that's my okay. recommendation is go to the residence when you're in Munich. That, this, in, in summary.
1: I've not been to, I would love to go to Germany. It's one of my places I would like to go. But I've, um yeah, I'm not to go. Frankfurt is probably one of the places. But anyway, regardless. um. Uh, any, uh, outside of that so it was a bit of a it wasn't was it so was it paris to nice
0: no no paris to, no paris okay so the not Fr- paris no, the i was Fr- just france yeah the sorry I thought, you were, yeah. I thought you were in paris for some reason oh no no, right? no it was okay. southern france well paris oh, I apologize. was a bit of a zoo because you had the champions league and the uh, french open yes. going on at the same time yes and so per- the hotels in paris were ridiculous because you have both those things happening at the same time yeah so, that's true so but, you thought you'd go to somewhere a bit cheaper like monaco understood no exactly well we didn't stay in monaco i want that to be okay i, I think if you wanted to buy a square inch of monaco it would cost you a million dollars that doesn't surprise me at all the stores you see walking oh. around there i'm like nobody's even buying this ten thousand dollar ostrich egg right like it's just, just sitting here i don't know and we ran into somebody that lived there in a park and i'm like how do you live here like what do you what do you mean you and your backwards head like I was definitely judging this person super hard like how do you live there's a was 1.6 miles of this place what do you mean you live here the, but uh, yeah. we we stayed outside of Monaco you can just take a cabin or a train in the train <laughs> we, we couldn't take the train in. there was a fire on the tracks I could only assume it was Lewis Hamilton crashing again I don't know
1: it surprises me that Monaco has a, tra- has a train station
0: I it, don't know it does why. it has one train station and it's on and- there's a train that runs the whole southern coast of France like from spain to italy and we were trying to take that train but it, we ended up taking a cab because the train got I shut down for the day
1: train i just need to find sorry yeah the monaco train station
0: it's right it's it's pretty far up the mountain so you have to go up a bunch of stairs right, that's to get not to it. it
1: that's not it oh no, no 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 there it is yeah okay is it all under is it all under i assume
0: I mean, it's like in the mountain. I, was, I think, yeah. Let's
1: to say it's all underground. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, obviously, Ben. What's um, tucked? It's okay.
0: it's underground technically, but like you walk through the front door outside. I mean, it's it's in the mountain, right? And so you yeah. you walk into the mountain.
1: I've done a, I've done a bit of the, the south of Again, I've been to Cannes. I've been to Saint Tropez. All around. There. I've done all I've done all that stuff. That's nice. It's a it's a lovely area. We've probably been to the same bit. That's nice, isn't it? In Cannes, we did, I felt did a the certain little train connection going up to and you down while in <laughs> Did you see the little, the little train, the little like tourist train thing? I, I did. Like well, this. I went on that. For anyone else has been, who knows, it was yeah, lovely. It goes up the side of the mountain in Cannes, which I don't think is as impressive as Monaco. Um, well, I'm
0: going to have a nice mountains. time. It's, it's all you mountains. Know. The end of the day, I, I did have a good time. I again, I saw Nice's stadium, but once again, I've gone to Europe and not been able to get to a single match. You're know, the only European soccer. This is going to blow your mind. The only European soccer cool. match I've ever been to was st pat's athletic against shamrock rovers in dublin
1: okay well again a big game for for
0: those people (laughs) but you're coming back you're coming back to the british isles soon i am i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be in england starting the 8th to the 13th i'll be in london so if you're listening to this you you good luck trying to find me we'll see I'm going to be in London from the 8th to the 13th. And then I'm going to go up to Liverpool and fly over to Amsterdam with Reese, the editor. That'd be nice.
1: And then are you meeting your family in Amsterdam? Is, in Amsterdam? Is that the plan?
0: Yeah, yeah. My family's going to be okay. in Amsterdam. My dad's going to be completely overwhelmed. He's very anti-internet, generally, as a oh, human blinding. being. And he's going to, twi- going to, he's Twitch going to TwitchCon. So right. he's going to well, be, he's gonna be right broadsided by just internet, everything. He, well, he's not anti-internet. He's not really anti-anything. He's he's more of, when I was growing out, it was, all right, get off the computer. Time to go outside. Like, let's do it. You know, he's just not somebody. Yeah. I think he has a Twitter for sports updates, right? But he doesn't, he, he's not somebody that really engages with, understands, or cares about the internet. And we need people like that in the world. But he's also about to go to TwitchCon. So I feel like I need to warm him up it's somewhat. Like, th- look, this is what you're going to experience. There's going to be a wide variety of, in colors of hair, and personalities mm. at this event, that you're perhaps n- you know much more than the average population that you run into in Tampa, Florida. I mean, I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna prep him. I'm gonna give him like a brochure or something.
1: I hope he's proud of me for not going then. In a way, <laughs> <laughs> he's proud. that's how I know I feel you're about not going
0: because you don't want to get dragged to Disney World by Kevin Chapman. Which I can't well, no, blame you for that. It's
1: just I know that it's a weekend with Jack Peachman and Kevin Chapman that I can't, for those that are aware work the space in the Lujo and I don't want to be there. And it's nothing to do with you. It's not a reflection of you.
0: Oh, I appreciate I so appreciate it. you specifying that. But I, I was yeah, aware no, of not. the fact that once they made a big thing of going, you were going to be like, ah, I'm okay.
1: Yeah. If it was, if, you, if you'd have quietly gone, come on TwitchCon, don't tell them about it. I might have considered it. But, yeah, it, I, I, I can only take so much, you know, and doing it in person. I think the thing is I'm probably going to see them with you at some point. Us four are probably going to be in the same room in the next two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's... Which is, which oh, is weird, God. isn't it? Yeah, that's... This is when everybody finds out I'm 5-4.
1: Yeah. Well, we've, all got, we've all got hidden secrets, mate. Don't you worry about it. It's going to be horrendous. Uh, no, I'm excited. It's going to be very warm as well, I bet. Geez, I'm not considered that. I don't know if it'll be gilet weather, but I'll bring it anyway.
0: Oh, in Liverpool? Uh, we're not Liverpool. No, 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 in London, in London. Oh, nothing's anyway, going to we'll be warm We'll talk about this Come off on.
1: podcast at some point.
0: If London um, is ever actually warm to me, then I, that's a sign that global warming is, is already here to stay. Oh, it, was I, I should... it
1: was 34 the other day like what, what's 34 in 34 in fahrenheit uh it was 93 in london
0: the other day that's actually no joke no it's not <laughs> it's horrible <laughs> and
1: we don't do air conditioning so which is um... just that's
0: just stupid i can't imagine living with it. like living without air conditioning i did it for one year in college i'd never do it again it's the yeah, we worst don't need thing
1: it ever. though we need it for like
0: seven days a year which is why we don't no, have but it. We, come on if it's over 75 degrees you need ac
1: Seventy-five. Yeah, degrees. so what, if it's over seventy-five, 75 degrees, you need AC, no doubt. Um, oof. yeah, you probably, you probably. Yeah. I yeah. think everyone in England goes. Yeah, I, probably fair enough. Yeah, I, <laughs> 20, 23 My, is my AC,
0: my AC is set to sixty-eight all the time. That's where it's at. Sixty-eight Fahrenheit is that your perfect? That's that's perfect per, yeah, work? it's it's perfect. You know, turn it down to sixty-six when I'm streaming. That's my perfect equilibrium because the okay, room those, heats for, up for, like for you English wouldn't believe. People. That's
1: 20, he means 20. Mm. It's about 20 now in England, that's sort of the standard, like for the next uh, week and a half, whatever, that is the temperature in England, about 20, 22.
0: I can live with that. Well, the the Florida, the thing is, you just maintain like 35 Celsius for three months. And so...
1: That's awful. That's that's what
0: I grew up in. We used to play this game where you'd take soda and you put it on the driveway in the asphalt and we'd see whose soda evaporated first. It would happen. Yeah, that's in not seconds. a
1: game, is it? That's not a game. That's a, that's a climate crisis. That's, that's awful.
0: A ge- like, that, that is a awful. game. This was, Tampa was like that before the climate crisis. Okay. This is an area of the country. This was the southern tip of the U.S. railroad system. The, the Tampa was the southernmost point you could live at without air conditioning, really. it, it Like, yeah, honestly, it, comfortably.
1: It's amazing. It's not just disappeared and melted the whole lot of it, but fair enough. Well, it's
0: not going to be underwater in the next 20 years. So. It, it, the entire Ooh. state of Florida is like, 10 feet above sea level so if the sea goes up 10 feet i would i think it's like 95 percent of the people that live in florida are underwater
1: yeah that, that it must be worrying so
0: you should visit you should visit before before it's gone yeah
1: i'd love to go to Mate, i'd love uh, florida is one of my top five places in the world i would like to go to but it's very far and very expensive Here's my, and I have a yeah, that,
0: that is that is true and yeah w- what i would ask is since you probably are gonna have one shot maybe two to go to florida what mm. florida do you want to see because there's a couple of great floridas you've got the key west florida which is yeah. dr- which is dreamland right it it never goes below 75 degrees it is sunny all the time it is water everywhere beaches everywhere best seafood of your life uh you go out and catch fish you bring the fish to the restaurant they'll cook it for you amazing right. part of the world then you also have disney world can't say any more bad things about disney world we we'll also probably get sued Uh, But don't go in the summer if you're going to go. It is also Disney World, though, so you probably should do it once in your life. You have Miami, which is one of the epicenters of American culture. For worse, definitely not for better. Yeah. You have Tampa, which is the old city in Florida that's got the Cuban cigar factories, the old downtown, the amazing food. I clearly love my hometown. And then you've got Redneck, Florida, which I think is probably Mm. the most fun part of Florida. Is that that
1: Jacksonville?
0: Jacksonville is is a bubble of big cityness. now they there it is a fairly redneck area uh jacksonville is okay. the biggest city but if you go north of orlando the that is the part of the state that was in the confederacy like that okay. it, it, that is the part of the state that will feel like georgia if you are from the united states well, and, and there's a beautiful river called the Sewanee River there that you can go and like swim in, and that that is what I would recommend doing if you wanted to go to the. The, Flo- room.
1: the Floridian tourist board are loving you right now. I will say, <laughs> I, um, if if I could pick what I could do, so I'll, I'll map it out. So if anyone, anyway, if again, I'll I'll shield myself as much as I need to. If you need me to do a family vlog, I will. I'll, do, I'll be Kevin Chapman for a week. I really I really want to do. Um, like a day in Disneyland, you don't need more than a day. People that go, you do need loads of. No, I do You won't see
0: all of it if you only do it. No, no, day.
1: no, no, no. I'm very aware. I'm just happy to do a day. I okay. will um, do a day in Disneyland. I, I also I fancy doing um, like a day or so in Universal as well. I then like to travel across to Cape Canaveral because re- okay. just for the fascination reasons, just want to go to like a tour or something there, uh, Tampa, and then end it in Miami, and sort of just go on Miami uh, the Beach. The drive,
0: just, yeah, the drive from Tampa far, to Miami. Isn't it? Well, what I'm going to say is, is that's actually very cool. Because the drive from Tampa to Miami takes you through the Everglades, which is one of the best national talked parks about this before. in the world. Yeah, yeah I remember. They, they, one of the yeah. most unique national parks in the world. Because you it is one road. And you drive, it's Alligator Alley. And you get on that, and there's those signs like, last gas station, 200 miles, right? And then you just, yeah. you are just going through what is essentially a giant river. And you're just driving through it constantly. And it is just... It's why You can take airboats, and I would highly recommend taking an airboat through the Everglades. If you're going yeah. through it, stop in Everglades City, which is one of the most unique places in the world. You know, Everglades City, speaking of the tourist board loving me, Everglades City was so instrumental in the importation of illicit drugs into the United States because they would bring it, because it is a giant river, they would bring... The drugs up to the southern coast of Florida, and the dudes in the airboats would pick them up and drive them up Florida and hand them off to other people. Uh, That uh, over fifty percent of the male population of Everglades City was arrested in FBI sting. Are
1: there a lot of? (laughs) Sorry, this is so (laughs) different. Are there a lot of (laughs) alligators? Yes. I've seen yeah. there's loads. I, mean, I don't want to be eaten by one of them. It would be a challenge for any alligator anyway, but I, would, I, don't, I don't really fancy it.
0: The, the, if you yeah, want to see alligators, Tampa's got the the Hillsborough River has more alligators than you will ever see in the rest of your life. Interesting. So and you I, can I canoe, like, it, for, you canoe it. You canoe it. You get in a canoe and you canoe up the Hillsborough River. Yeah, I'm and there's not doing alligators that. I'm obviously not, I'm
1: obviously not doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'll do it I'll do it in a Titanic side ship, and that's about <laughs> it. Um, that's
0: still fit there
1: well i really really, sorry i know i'm realistic um but there there is a thing about florida for british people i think that there are like the three places in america people from england have heard about the most and want to go to probably the four actually i'll give it four are new york california like los angeles uh texas and probably dallas i would say or like austin or whatever and then florida is like the other one and they're probably the four that i would most like to go to as a result like there's something about florida that i would really like to just go around florida i don't know if it, it feels like new york for me in that it's a little flight if you go to florida you've won at something like i've won i've won my life a little bit if i get to go to florida for two weeks That's, so again if any uh, if any if any companies are listening i'd absolutely take you up on the offer <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do whatever you want I'll i feel like you're you sitting want.
0: there googling flights to florida right now but i i actually get that i i completely get that that feeling i think paris and london are usually the american equivalent of that it's like you go to those cities and it's oh yeah and if you have been to those cities you haven't those are the two cities that you just go to but i promise you there's a lot of times you'll be walking around in florida going why did i spend all that money to get here in the first place this is well you've put put me off um but no equally i'll I'll show
1: you the best of london when you go oh i'm i looking forward to pub.
0: You have made yeah. you made me appreciate my home state again because in what, I mean, there just aren't a lot of places where there's alligators everywhere. And that's what I grew no. up with. Like you, there were alli- there was an alligator in the lake that I grew up on. There's just an alligator in it.
1: Well, I'll I talk about this briefly. I live on the Norfolk Broads, which is the equivalent to the rivers of Florida. So, and there's there's a
0: lot of ducks. Well, I, I, do you have turkey ducks there i this is an irrelevant question pro, to anybody pro, that's,
1: pro, I, uh, the fact i'm not to, totally sure what you mean i'm gonna say no. yeah no
0: no okay turkey duck i, I got attacked turkey by a turkey ducks. duck when i was a little kid they're ugly hey, they're they ugly look, dudes. They look aggressive good lord yeah they're, they're like ugly dudes. google it right you're listening to this podcast you're on a run whatever stop google turkey ducks they are a menacing lie me I was. That's what I was, like, hey, look, I, I was not going to make fun of you saying there were a lot of ducks around if they were turkey ducks because those are some bad dudes, bad mamajamas.
1: What's that? What's that bird that looks like it looks like looks quite human? Do you know what I'm on about?
0: Absolutely, going, no, I, I have a dumb. I, I, I saw about this. that.
1: I saw that recently again, and I was like, that is terrifying. I can't. I, think, <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. They're called. I will find it, and I'm going to make you Google it. Okay. Um. Because they are
0: absolutely horrifying. The Shoebill Stork. The Shoebill Stork. All right, here we go. You can hear the Shoebill Stork. They're a bit too... A oh, bit too oh, I've seen... This is like the yeah. world's ugliest bird. Yeah, I've seen this thing. No, but it's like... It's almost got like human eyes. It really is staring into your soul. I found one where Some its eyes are wide are. open and it is... Uh, yeah. Startling. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah don't google it. if you're a, if you're a nervous disposition do not look up if the you're bill a stork. nervous
0: disposition oh come on do fate my anyways we, we're on storks now i how <laughs> about we end on some footballing news because i've got so i have two somethings that i know you don't care about and i know we're so on brand for me to bring up that i just have to do it it's one of them
1: because you tweeted it today? three people messaged me about it going why is he written that at the end and i didn't know what well, i have no idea what you're talking about you wrote <laughs> if you're okay with me, yeah you go wrote, for it the dinner it was it was so you it was the zealand tweet i've seen this week the dominican republic qualified for the 2023 under 20 world cup last night their first ever major tournament uh, international tournament three years after the senior team lost to montserrat you can't make this up no it's the bit where you put you can't you won you could but why would you
0: well, I, that uh, maybe that's a turn of phrase in the United States, because that's definitely a turn of phrase no, in the United no, no, no. States.
1: We, we, it's definitely a turn of phrase in England as well. I just feel like it wasn't necessary at all. It was just funny to me. And people messaged me going, why has he said you can't make this up? Why I are know. people are the...
0: messaging you? Uh, I'm so I'm befuddled. They're, they're, yes. the, they're the equivalent of your mother. That's why. The, 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 fair enough. The, 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 the Dominican Republic is going to the U-20 World Cup and will be playing against Guatemala. For the chance to go to the Olympics. The Dominican Republic could send a men's soccer team to the Olympics. That is about awesome. time. That is
1: awesome. About time. And
0: they lost to Montserrat three years ago in the Nations League. That's they the two to one. They lost to Montserrat. You cannot you cannot make it up. You cannot make this up. And <laughs> the, the the fall of Mexico is upon us. Guatemala beat them in penalties in the U twenty oh, CONCACAF oh, quarter finals. It. Mexico's not even going to the U twenty World Cup. How excited you are out. by that? I am very excited about that. Blimey. Mexico. Mexico well, so so that's it. It's Guatemala and the Dominican Republic are playing each other for a spot at the Olympics. They're both already going to the U-20 World Cup. They're both going to lose to Germany like 10 to nothing. And that is what we want you to be left with from 20 Good Minutes today.
1: I mean, what, a, what an ending. You cannot make it up.